Off the Bench is a podcast created by ASCLS that will discuss the scientific and not so scientific ideas in laboratory medicine. We are joined by members of ASCLS, fellow scientists, educators, and researchers, along with those interested in the profession. We share ideas and talk nerdy. And welcome back to the Off the Bench podcast. I am your host today, Sophia Chandrasekhar, and I'm joined by one of my very good friends, Mackenzie Edwards. Hello, guys. So Mackenzie um, has actually joined us before. She was on our spooky ghost stories or spooky lab stories uh, back in October of last year. So she's back again because I wanted to have a conversation about networking. But don't worry, it's not going to be too terribly long of a conversation because it is also the week before the joint annual meeting. Probably by the time some of you hear this podcast, you're getting ready to either board a flight to go to joint annual meeting in Grand Rapids, Michigan, you're packing, you may already be there. Or you may be like me going virtually and just preparing your office space for a week-long virtual meeting. So with that, this conversation about networking is going to be a little bit informational, but a lot more asking of you guys. Typically, because I was a graduate of the Leadership Academy in 2020. Um, One of the things I do now with Leadership Academy is I like to give a networking lecture because as an introvert who does not like to meet new people very well, but is very good at putting on an extrovert mask if needed, I have developed some skills in networking or how to network through watching probably too many TED Talks and reading way too many articles. So this is going to be a more truncated version of my mini lecture on networking. And again, still more of an ask. So Mackenzie, my fellow introvert who can also be an extrovert. Correct. When you think of networking, what do you think of? I usually think of it in like the context of like job networking. I know there's plenty of like other situations, but um, when I think of it, I um, think of like making connections so you can find either like new employment or even like networking within your own employer to perhaps get like a different position or in our case like work in like a different laboratory or different facility within the same like health system so that's Mm. what I usually think of okay so it's more it feels very sterile very yes you do this to survive not because you kind of want to right 100% but that's again because I'm an introvert and definitely not an extrovert so and that is why this podcast exists yes yes yeah this that's why this podcast exists or at least this episode exists so I think before I started really researching and looking into networking and things I kind of felt the same way it was I did it because I had to um Mm -hmm. the only way you can grow your network is to like randomly talk to people which feels terrifying like you know the like here, here's my business card, take my business uh-huh. card. And then like, you know, do the quick exchange, but then nothing else is said afterwards, right? You just, it's like a nameless or like a faceless name, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So very akin to online dating these days. It's, <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> Basically terrifying, soul sucking, uh-huh. and draining. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> so when I did a bunch of my research and when I like read a lot of like read, read TED Talks, well, I guess technically you can, the transcripts, but when I watched a lot of these TED Talks, um, one of the things that sort of struck me was how kind of incorrect we sort of look at networking because that is technically networking is the right, it's, it's called like random stranger collection, but it's so sterile and you don't actually make any meaningful connections. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the TED Talks I listened to was given by a Rick Tarosky, and I apologize for butchering his name terribly, but he said that networking is building a community but specifically building a community is artificial. In this case, the networking is an artificial community that you build, but that's not necessarily bad, right? Mm-hmm. Because even if it's an artificial community, it doesn't mean that you can't have a more meaningful relationship. And so from watching all of this and from understanding all of this, um, I've sort of come to the conclusion that with networking and with meaningful networking, not only do you build yourself an artificial community, you build yourself an artificial community that then becomes more natural. Yeah. So kind of like when you're like acquaintances with someone, but then you continue talking and then you actually build like connections. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, so it it takes you beyond the acquaintance stage. Just the, this is like a someone in my Rolodex kind of stage. Mm-hmm. And for the younger generation, a Rolodex is a thing that people, it was like an address <laughs> book, but it actually rolled. It was awesome. Because um, I know there's young people out there who are like, what the heck is that? Um, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so in general, the three main types of networking from all the different things I've watched can be summarized this way. There are three main types. There's what's called the low-hanging fruit. And low-hanging fruit are essentially previous connections that you've made. So we're currently no longer in college. So we're like, you know, and that's a slightly older age. Mm-hmm. But the low hanging fruit would be, let's reconnect with people that we were friends with in college that we may have lost in touch. Same with high school. Hey, let's see how high school people are doing before the next 10 year reunion or 20 year reunion or whatever reunion, right? That's the low hanging fruit. You're reestablishing pre-existing condition, uh, connections. Mm-hmm. And then there's connections through friends, which is actually more about building your community based off of people you may already know or your friends may already know. And then the third type of networking is random stranger collection, which is the let's exchange business cards and then leave that back. But again, the whole point of this is to go beyond the exchanging of business cards and nothing else, right? So specifically for this because I want to turn this into from a lecture style or a conversation style into more of an ask for our listeners I'm going to talk about the the last two the connections through friends and the random stranger collection I'm going to kind of like go a little bit more in depth with those so with connection through friends the way I like to think of it is this way you have friend a we'll call him Bob and you have friend B let's call her Jane I don't know why I picked those names they're not real people. So Bob and Jane are your two friends, but you they don't know each other, right? Those are or like, they're your acquaintances or friends, could be other one. But the connection to each other is through you. So there's like one degree of separation, right? 
say Jane says, hey, do you, Sophia, do you know anyone who enjoys cross-stitching? Your friend Bob over here is actually really, good, really, really into cross-stitching. And maybe you don't have time to hang out to cross-stitch. So it's like, well, Jane, I have a friend named Bob who likes to cross-stitch. Do you guys want to meet up and like hang out and talk? Right? So now they're actually getting to meet each other and they're growing their connection to each other. So they've actually removed you away from, from a degree of separation and they're now actually like only like what one degree apart, right? Like they're like next yeah. to each other. Yeah. So from there, you've turned your lateral line into a triangle connection, right? So now that Jane and Bob are like their, their own degree, like, you know, they're next to each other. We've turned that lateral connection into a triangle, like I said. And so say Jane's like, hey, Bob, do you know anyone who likes to go bowling? Well, it's a good thing she asked Bob that because I don't know anyone who likes to go bowling. Turns out Bob doesn't like to go bowling, but he knows someone who likes to go bowling. So then he can make that connection between Jane and his friend, making that from one line into another triangle. Mm -hmm. So connection through friends, I feel like is like you already have your own web of connections and your own web of friends. And what you're doing is you're making it way more complex by introducing yeah. other people's webs and overlaying them on top of each other and having everyone just be like a bunch of triangles, right? Everyone knows everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's good or bad, you never know. But it can be beneficial for, you know, you want to hang out with somebody or you may want to work on a project with somebody, right? If we think about it in a career sense, if I were to move to Houston, Texas, I luckily have a network through ASCLS where I could say, hey, I'm moving to Houston. I'm not actually though, but if I were, um, if I were, I could like post online, like on the ASCLS forum and say, hey, what do I need to know about this area? Any good places to go? Um, any good place, any good barbecue to get, which I'm sure this time, but you know, things like that. That, that network yeah. is right there and just like establishing even further. So that's mm-hmm. the connection through friends. And then random stranger collection, going back to that, that is the, let me have your business card, let's exchange business cards, blah, blah, blah. Connection, collection of dots. It's also what it's, called, what it's known as. Um, mm-hmm. On my slide here that I show the students, I have strangers are friends you just haven't made yet. There is stranger danger. Cute. But, you know, I feel like in a conference setting, you guys can see where I'm going with this ask later on. In a conference setting, strangers are friends you just haven't met yet who may be your fellow professionals that aren't as terrifying to talk to. Ah. You've already got something in common. It's not that scary, right? Right. You're already both there for a conference. You both just happen to go to the same CE. Clearly, either you guys are both interested on vitamin K or you both really <laughs> need that chemistry credit, let's be honest. So common goals, right? So yeah, so, you know, it is that meeting random people. It is having conversations with random people. But for an introvert like us who, you know, connection through friends is one thing. There's always the safety net of someone else who can kind of barrier for you, right? (laughs) But meeting random people where it gets terrifying. My advice and my, what I've done to test this out to see how true it is, because um, I have a very I have a very few amount of spoons that I, I I have available. My battery for social behavior, social interactions, relatively low. Mm-hmm. So, 
when I do meet with people, random new people, I like to sort of almost target people, but yeah. in not a creepy way, right? So if I go to a CE and I know no one else in that room, or if I have a friend in that room, I'll try to sit kind of close to the friend, but I'll make sure on the other side of me is someone I don't know. Because that someone I don't know is a potential new connection. So when they <laughs> sit down and I'll see like, you know, two or three minutes before the, the, the before the CE starts, before the speaker starts, you know, I'll say, hi, you know, I'm so-and-so, nice to meet you. Oh yeah, nice to meet you too. Like, you know, we're just happy to sit next to you there because this room is crowded. But at the same time, strike up a conversation. Hey, I like your dress. You may say, thanks, it has pockets. You may not, it may not have pockets. <laughs> you may be wearing pants, right? Um, hey, I like your shirt. Hey, your glasses are cool. Like, you know, stuff like that. Hey, that's a cool notebook. Where did you get that? Or, oh, I didn't see that. Uh, that Where did you get that really cool um, freebie bag? Like, where, like, which booth is it? Should, where should I check out next, right? And then strike up that conversation. Try to remember their name, right? And so, you know, you, you started your conversation. It's only a couple of minutes long because then the CE starts. And then afterwards, but you're more likely after you write down the code and probably ask each other, what, what was the code again? Did you hear what the code was? Do you have a pen? Can I borrow your pen? Like, you know, do you have something to write with? Um, afterwards, you're probably going to say bye and leave and probably not go to the same CE again for the rest of the day. Or you may, right? If you do see each other again in the next room or later that day, be sure to say hi. Try to use that person's name. Or if you're like me and can't remember people's names whatsoever, let them know, hey, we said hi earlier and I'm so sorry I forgot your name. Do you mind reminding me again? Or, you know, in a less awkward way, right? Yeah. But... If it's a multi-day event, what I recommend people doing is, especially with jam, because jam is a multi-day event. If you see that person the next day, be sure to go over and say hi to that person at some point. Say, hey, I'm so-and-so. How like, we sat next to each other in the CE about vitamin K. How are you doing? Which like what was a really great uh, session you went to? Like, what should I check out later through the virtual app? You know, make that connection get that conversation flowing. If they're hanging on a group of friends, obviously politely say hi. Don't like, you know, jump in the conversation. Oh my God, hello, right? I'm that person who's that next to you. Don't be that awkward person or do, it's up to you, right? Yeah. You do you, um, but say hi, introduce yourself to the group. There are even more connections for you to meet now, right? Build your network. And these, again, like Mackenzie said, these are all people who already have a similar interest probably have a similar job to you. So there's no point in talking about what do you do at your job? Where do you work? I mean, you can, you can say, where do you work? Oh, I work in Alaska. Okay, that's actually cooler than my working in North Carolina. <laughs> but, you know, if you're both working in the core lab, I don't think you need to really go into, oh, what analyzer do you have? Oh, we have the Vitro's 5600s. Oh, we have the Vitro's 7600s. Like, eh, I mean, some people might care. I don't care. Talk about your like your passions, your hobbies. What are you into? What are you going to bid on during the silent auction? What are you interested in looking at? You know, fun stuff, life yeah. stuff, make actual connections. And then before the conference is over, hopefully you guys have, you know, actually made Facebook friends, shared LinkedIn requests, something to keep up that conversation. And even if you yeah. don't keep up the conversation, having a digital presence in, in each of those lives 
you sort of remember who you see like liking your stuff right or like oh 100 right yeah like i'll be honest i haven't gone to an in-person jam event since 2019 because of covid right and i know there's an in-person last year but i wasn't able to go and i can't go again this year i'm going to be virtual still so there are some people that i've really only met through zoom meetings and online and haven't really met in person i would love to meet in person right i would love to hang out with these people in person um but i can't but i'm not going to not remember that they exist because we talk to each other online and even though it's not like a huge conversation it's like a hey i saw that post you made that was a great article you wrote or hey i really like that meme you shared that was really funny like you know something little like that just yeah. having little conversations but that even that i feel like you know with that level of conversation you've moved beyond the just an acquaintance right you're like a you're like Agreed. a you're like an ascls friend right yeah 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 so some do's and don'ts, because I feel like that's always good to go over before I do the official ask, which I'm sure the listeners have already at this point sort of figured out what the ask is going to be because like, it's not like I haven't spelled it out for you yet. <laughs> so do's and don'ts, definitely do talk beyond the surface level, you know, talk about your hobbies and such, but don't make it that one hobby be the only thing you remember about that person and talk about with that person. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure, Mackenzie, you've experienced some people who only remember you for that one thing. Yeah. It's not, it's and not it, can, it can be a little shallow. You want to be not shallow. You want to exactly. be um, not the person that only remembers one thing about people. Yeah. Because if it feels awkward and they ask the same question kind of over and over again. Yeah, in a different format and it can get a little tired, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's only so many times, you know, someone can say, hey, we're like, you know, got any good restaurants or something like, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely do have some sort of idea why you want to make this connection. So either be it virtual, be it in person, you know, have a sort of like an end goal in mind, but don't make it where it's like, but definitely don't, 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 don't go in with like, you know, I have an ulterior motive of I'm making this connection because this person works at this lab and I want to be buddy, buddy. So I can definitely get that. Job. Like, don't, don't do that. That's where yeah. it goes back. It's like, it's like a negative feedback loop, right? It's like, you have that negative, not exactly the best intention so you don't go in as deep of a connection as you probably would be able to if you didn't go in with that yeah right? i feel like most people can sniff out an ulterior motive or yeah if not off right off the get-go they get the message relatively quick so being genuine is probably the best bet definitely definitely not only being genuine but also remember to actually listen which actually according to this a great website that I found, which technically is not, it's actually an app called Brain Date, which is apparently a networking hmm. app. Um, okay. They actually had a really good article about the 12 powers that introverts have over extroverts in terms of networking, which I was like, we have powers over extroverts? <laughs> you uh-huh. want to hear about it, right? Because 
you know, extroverts. Not saying that extroverts are bad. It's just like, you know, again, this is more for most of us in the lab who are introverted, who are probably not going to be out there talking to everybody, right? Yeah. One of the things that they said is that introverts, because we are more likely to take our time, sort of be more picky with our words, but also really observe and listen, we are, we're able to have sort of a more deeper connection in terms of just really paying attention, right? If someone's telling you really like about their life, you're probably still going to listen. You're going to be curious. You're going to want to just sort of, you know, give that connection, make that eye contact, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and make it feel more genuine still. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my throat's so dry. Sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> <coughs> Crap. Okay. Um, but while we do learn to listen, whatever you do, don't be a know-it-all. Because no one likes a know-it-all, right? So be a great listener. And also be a great speaker. But also don't be like a speaker who's like, well, actually, there, there's a time and place for well, actually. Getting to know somebody sure. and you're talking about a general topic about they cross-stitching, right? Mm-hmm. We are, Mackenzie and I are both hobbyists. We, we're starting to really like dive into this, right? Definitely, yes. Buying, buying too much DMC thread, let's be honest. Um, but it's so fun. It really is. So many colors. Right? <laughs> like we're all for someone who's more of an expert about cross-stitching and embroidery to come and talk to us. But also at the same time, when you're talking to other people about your hobby, don't talk down to other people about said hobby, mm-hmm. right? There's a way sure. to talk to people. You know, you don't want them to feel like crap afterwards. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You want to build people up, not tear them down. Exactly. A better relationship is honestly everyone building each other up. So, you know, mm-hmm. emulate that. Do that with everything. Uh, another thing that we recommend actually doing is actually asking questions. If the conversation comes to halt, ask them, hey, where are you from? What's it like where you're from? Because let's be honest, the U.S. is so massive that mm-hmm. I was, so, I mean, I knew Cheerwine didn't exist out of North Carolina, but hearing about other local sodas and drinks in different states is fascinating. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, Mackenzie, you're from? I'm from Idaho, but I went to school in Utah. And Utah is known for its uh, crazy sodas. If anybody's on TikTok these days, uh, <laughs> um, in Utah they mix like different soda flavors together, but also put like creamer and um, sugar syrups in it, like vanilla and cherry. My personal favorite, a uh, dirty Dr Pepper, which is coconut and vanilla in a diet dr pepper that oh, sounds so good did i already say coconut yeah yeah, it, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> very good that would recommend really if anybody would like to try so, so for the utah people going out to jam please teach the people there <laughs> in person how to make these crazy drinks because they sound amazing because again like in north carolina we got cheer wine Mm-hmm. And I guess we're the home of Pepsi, but honestly, it's Pep, like you know, it's it's Pepsi compared to yeah. like coconut, sorry, coconut, 
cherry coconut and, and cherry and vanilla. vanilla. I, I'm pretty sure I could be butchering that, but those are like the three main syrups that I remember inside of Diet Dr Pepper, which is already 23 flavors, right? So right, just just make it a, a nice round 25. And some people like to put cream in it, and that gives it an extra little something well zush so also people from utah should also convince us that cream <laughs> in their soda is amazing so um an extra assignment yeah. for the uh as for the laboratorians attending joint annual meeting from utah convince us that creamer if you like creamer in your soda convince us why it's amazing and have us try it because mm -hmm. i would love to i wish i was in person to try this i guess i could make it at home but i'll be honest i'm a little terrified <laughs> It's uh, definitely not for the faint of heart. <laughs> it's kind of like an Italian soda, but you have to get used to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, things to brew on. Things to brew on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, for sure. So for the actual assignments, and we're getting to the end of our little mini networking thing. But before I actually give the assignment, actually, I'm actually going to read off these tips here that Braingate has on this amazing um, infographic, because I think they actually add even more to this podcast, right? And it's really good because it's this infographic says networking tips for introverts at virtual and IRL events. So it's perfect for this joint annual meeting. You see where I'm going with this guy. I, you already know what the homework's going to be. So for the, so no matter what, for both sides, Definitely, definitely, definitely identify your goals for the event, right? Probably yeah. one of our biggest goals is to get everyone CE credits for the year on top of also networking and meeting people, right? The yeah. beauty of this joint annual meeting is not only is it for nationwide, right? But with our two partner organizations that are part of this, um, Staff Mills and AGT, with Staff Mills actually, you also have more, not only do you have like a wider uh, scope of laboratorians who are mm -hmm. attending, you also have international laboratorians through Staff Mills that are attending as that well. That is so cool. Right? They're like logging in virtually. So even better for you virtual people, there are lots of people to meet, right? So mm -hmm. virtual people specifically, based on a list of your goals, they recommend actually that you make sort of a list of people you want to connect with, right? So maybe kind of change that up a little bit for this. Make a list of CEs you definitely want to attend to because either you really want to hear about the topic or you really want to hear from the speaker. And then if you can, while you're listening to your CE and like taking in and absorbing all that knowledge, come up with a really good question to ask at the end, you know, to try to get some connection with the speaker, or even get to talk with the speaker, right? connect with the speaker virtually through the Jam app to, to make it like the actual like app connection and shoot the message. Say, hey, I'm really, I like your work a lot, right? Like you're a hero of mine, Dr. Fritzma, for example, because Dr. Fritzma is awesome. Um, <laughs> they also recommend then for virtual events, again, it's all on the virtual side, uh, do a bit of research on the people on your wish list. Again, let's say let's do a bit of research on the events you're going to, like the CEs you're going to, right? On the speakers you're speaking. Find out some more about them before you go right into it because maybe you find out that, hey, the CE that maybe 
didn't seem like it was actually my thing, looking into what they actually cover and what they study, hey, this is actually something I'm really interested in, right? Um, You never know. Uh, Identify topics you'd like to discuss with others at the event. You should have that already prepared because you're going to a laboratory meeting. Um, (laughs) Reach out to connect with people before, during, or after the event, and that is part of your homework assignment. And then also connect with attendees that participating, sign up for the same event sessions as you. Also part of your homework assignment. But one thing I want to add for the virtual event is that with uh, the way the jams usually set up lately with the virtual events where it's like even the hybrid version, like like this year's, um, they will sometimes will have virtual breakout rooms. If you're attending virtually, go to a virtual breakout room. See who else is there. I might be there. You know, come and have a conversation with your other virtual attendees. Just because you're virtual doesn't mean you're isolated in your office behind a desk, behind a webcam. You can actually be more involved and more integrated into the meeting than you'd expect, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for people on the in-person event side, um, BrainDate recommends using social media or the event app to connect with people before the event. Again, both sides, virtual and in-person, you should be doing this already, right? Uh, For the in-person event, it also states to host a discussion group for other introverts at the event. Basically, go talk to people, but mm-hmm. because you all have low battery reserves for social connections, talk to one person at a time. You know, you don't have to overextend yourself. If you're tired, go recharge, right? Go have a quiet moment to yourself. Go do what you need to do to be more prepared for more stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's see. It says, come with a list of questions and topics you want to talk about. Okay, that's actually the same on both sides because one side is identify topics, come with a list of questions and topics. It's the same. Oh, look at this. The very next thing here it says is ask a friend to introduce you to people. Look at that. It's that connection through friends thing I was talking about. Hey. And the very next thing, take breaks to recharge. It's like, you know what you're talking about, Sophia. We love it. Right? (laughs) Because I know we are all tired and we are easily worn out. And for the last one here, it even says to make sure to follow up after the event, which, hey, guess what? It's part of your homework. (laughs) <laughs> okay so Mackenzie can you guess what their homework is because I haven't told you or maybe I did I don't think you did I would take a guess and say that you have to at least reach out to one person and make one new connection here at the jam ding 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 winner winner <laughs> <laughs> yes that if- I guessed right <laughs> <laughs> if if you, dear listeners, have not quite figured it out yet, what I would like for you to do is to reach out to one new person at the jam, someone you've never met before, someone who maybe, maybe it's their first time at jam, or maybe it's not your first time at jam, maybe it's your first time at jam, and you meet someone who's not, who's been to jam before. Meet someone new, talk to them at least once every day, if you can, and if you see them, right? Try to feel comfortable, obviously, while you're doing this, and, you know, have fun make that connection and try to keep that that connection throughout the year, right? See if both of you end up going to jam again next year. You never know who you might meet and you never know what kind of connections you'll make. You never know what kind of friends you'll make because again, strangers are just friends you haven't made yet, right? It's true. It's very true. Thank you so much for tuning in today uh, for today's episode. It is like I said, a shorter episode, but it's because again, it is a mini lecture with a lot of ask on you guys' part. Thank you, Mackenzie, for hopping on with me for this really quick, really fun, hopefully, 
a networking talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anytime. Glad to be here. It's always fun hanging out with you because, you know, we actually hang out in real life all the time. So, look, another network connection that went from work acquaintances to actually really good friends who go out to dinner like once a week, which is fantastic. Yes. It's always a good time. <laughs> so, if you want to reach out to either one of us, actually, Mackenzie, do you want people to reach out to you if they feel like it? Sure. Go ahead. Do you have a Twitter handle you'd like to uh, uh, share? Oh, geez. Um, I don't know what my Twitter handle is. Hang on. Let me look. <laughs> well, you're currently doing better than Galena, my other co-host, because Galena still doesn't have a Twitter. Um, we okay. have not quite gotten to the listen uh, numbers yet to force her to make a Twitter handle. Um, honestly, at this point, I'm planning eventually on having a social media podcast. Like uh, a podcast oh. about social media and laboratory and promotion laboratory on social media. And I think that's when we will walk Galena through uh, making a, a Twitter handle because I think people will enjoy listening to her creating one and we'll see how that goes, yeah. right? I found my Twitter handle. Okay. Um, it is at DutchBaby95. Okay, so you can find Mackenzie at, at DutchBaby95 on Twitter. And yep. you can hang out with me on Twitter at at warbler underscore works on Twitter as well. Of course, you can definitely hang out with ASCLS at, on Twitter at ASCLS, right? Or Facebook or Insta or LinkedIn. You can just hang out with us at ASCLS. But thank you again, Mackenzie, for coming. And thank you guys again for listening. I hope you guys have fun at Jam. And while I won't see you in person, come and hang out with me virtually. Yay. Yay. Bye. Bye.